0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to The Ether. Today is Thursday, November 17th, 2022. Today on The Ether, The Comdex Weekly Spaces, Episode 7, I think, with Dimension. Let's take a
1: listen.
2: Hey everyone, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning for people joining from different parts of the world. Uh, thanks everyone for coming. i um, excited for today's space. We have Barry here with us uh from the dimension team super excited to chat with him as well um we'll just wait probably 3 or 4 minutes more let a few a few more people hop in and then as usual we'll start with a few updates from the development side from Dhiraj who's joining us today and then jump right into the conversation with barry uh talk a bit about dimension and then uh round it all up with some questions from the community and then um yeah looking forward to the to chat today we'll just wait till everyone joins in in the meantime Great. I think uh, we have plenty of people joining in now, and I think there'll be more joining along the way as well. So I think we can start off. Um thanks everyone again for joining today. Super excited for the space. Um, a lot of updates uh, you know have been happening in the past couple of weeks. I think we've witnessed some tremendous uh, activity in the space. Uh, wouldn't call it good activity, but nonetheless, you know everything that happens that has happened in the space so far has definitely strengthened my personal belief in um, you know decentralization as a whole, as a movement uh definitely it strengthened my belief in DeFi and what, what it brings to, to everyday users of this technology. And um yeah, I mean, you know, every time we witness something like we did last week, uh it just strengthens the kind of statement that decentralization stands for, where uh the trust shouldn't be in um in any kind of centralized entity or any centralized person. It should be in the code itself and code itself is law. So uh, you know I I mean yeah this does have some impact on the overall ecosystem it has impacts on what we do but i think in, in a broader term it kind of uh, just strengthens the the hypotheses that we all operate with and it uh, makes our position stronger for for what impact we bring to the world uh, with the work we do so that being said um i'll let dhiraj from from the engineering team of comdex share some updates about what's been going on with us in the past week and and what's uh, what's expected to come in the coming Days and weeks. So, Dheeraj, I'll let you have the floor.
3: Uh, thanks a lot, Sid. Uh So, right now, I mean, the Comdex chain just upgraded to version five. I I think it was one of. Uh, we'll just the upgrade. height had just reached. Uh, we'll just wait for all the validators to get online and see how it goes. Post uh, this, uh, we'll launch our D apps hopefully by Monday uh, next week for the public use, and. Uh, The team is also testing now Komodo to be launched next. Uh, As you have promised that uh, first, these two apps will be launching and then Komodo. Also the uh, airdrop claim and airdrop uh, checkers should be uh, live by next week uh, with the apps too. So uh, all these two apps will be uh, live next week and uh, the team is just testing the Komodo code, you know. Uh, just these updates from the uh, from myself
2: awesome and i think uh everyone would have uh kept an eye on on the proposal that also was on the chain which has passed now which allows uh which kind of helps us take the next step towards um you know pushing these products on mainnet um and, and you know everything is just driving us closer so uh do keep your eyes open guys uh there's definitely more happening in the coming few days um, that being said, I think uh, we can now jump into our conversation with Barry from the Dimension team. Hey, Barry, how's it going?
4: Hey, man. Uh, I appreciate the the discussion today. I also wanted to say I agree with you on your initial thoughts that the bear market this time around shows the importance of decentralization rather than the previous bear markets. In my opinion, at least, or in my uh, as I remember them, that they kind of scared like what's the purpose of crypto? Who's going to use it? But now it's kind of like, hey, you know, these are the the core issues that there's centralized actors that are uh, misusing funds. But decentralization is still is still super relevant. It's clear that this is the way to go, that uh, holding your keys in your wallet, it shows that there's a particular and clear use case for crypto.
2: 100%, 100%. And and truly, that's at the core of what, uh, you know, what everything started with. And the more you kind of see these events unfold, it just uh, strengthens that particular message more and more. So uh, I think it's a a blessed time to be working in in this space, and definitely a blessed time to be surrounded by, you know, top quality builders who, who are driven by the same motivations as us.
4: Yeah, I agree. And also in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh sometimes it doesn't if you look at the tokens and the token value, sure it looks like a bear market, but the way that people are building the way that the communities are surrounded around the protocols, each and every protocol, everyone's super excited about what is cosmos how how fast it's growing. I think it's a blessed time to be in the cosmos in crypto and focused on
2: uh, good acting and decentralization hundred percent hundred percent. Great. I think with that being said, we'll, we'll jump right in. Uh, before we, we jump in, you know, for those folks who are present here today who probably don't know much about you know yourself and Dimension, I think it'd be great if you can start off by introducing yourself. You know, what got you into crypto, what you do at Dimension and what Dimension is about.
4: Cool. Cool. Sounds good. So my name is Barry. I run product at uh, Dimension. Um, what got me into crypto was, if I remember correctly, it was uh, around Dogecoin. Bitcoin in 2013, Dogecoin in early 2014, if I remember correctly. I just love the community aspect. And I stuck around there for a while, working on some, um, some uh, investment side usually, then worked on the engineering side. I flip-flopped from finance to engineering, finance to engineering, and that's how kind of, over the years, I ended up as a product guy. Um, in terms of dimension, Dim- a little brief overview of what Dimension provides is Dimension is an app chain for app rollups. So, the community I'm sure is familiar with app chains. Uh, Dim- the Dimension Hub is a Cosmos app chain with a standard uh, validator set. Everything is very similar to other Cosmos app chains. The interesting parts become when you include the app rollups. So, what an app rollup is, in my view, and a lot of people's view, is it's an app chain without consensus. So the consensus is handled by the bottom layer of dimension. And what that provides is a much reduced uh, networking and bottleneck overhead for the app rollups. So the app rollups, they have their own gas fees, they have their own application logic, like a standard app chain, but they have much reduced latency and much faster Uh, transaction processing than a regular app chain because they don't have to network and achieve consensus on its own layer. On top of that, it's easier to deploy because even from our experience, it's difficult to attract validators and organize everything and make sure that everyone's up to speed with the progression of the chain. So when when you have your own app roll up, you get the benefits of an app chain where it's like your own autonomy, where it's your own community, your own token, but it's reduced in the sense of um,
2: bootstrapping overhead. Thanks, Barry, for explaining that. I think that definitely, you know, helps paint the picture for, for what dimension is and and how it kind of, uh, how it benefits, you know, the, the greater kind of Cosmos ecosystem right now as well. Uh, yes. Speaking
4: of- Yeah, it's, it's a bit tricky first to understand because it's in the modular blocks, uh, blockchain space, which is fairly new and like coming to life right now. And there's different components that kind of interact with each other that are, it's nuanced and there's uh, new kind of ways to implement things, but it, it, reused, it reuses and re-implements and creates new features to the existing Cosmos stack.
2: Awesome and I definitely feel like uh, you know that that's kind of uh, one of the things going forward that that the ecosystem as a whole will uh, kind of benefit from you know as as cosmos itself grows as well uh, speaking of the rollups itself, you know could you talk a bit about what kind of rollups dimension we'll be using, and then probably talk about how it works when cosmos starts scaling you know the, at least vertically when the cosmos ecosystem starts scaling, how that benefits um, right. everyone in cosmos?
4: It's a good question because uh, the rollups. So a regular app chain gets consensus with its own validators, and every validator downloads the transactions, and they they're, they're aware that they're in sync with the whole network. What a rollup does, it has a single sequencer, a decentralized se- sequencer, but a one sequencer at a time that processes the transactions and posts the state, the updated states, to the dimension app chain. And then data elsewhere, for example, like Celestia. And what that enables is that someone, and I'll backtrack a little bit, that these are optimistic roll-up designed initially. So what happens is with the state on the dimension chain and data elsewhere, for example, like Celestia, then you can you can double-check and verify that the correct state transition was provided by the sequencer. And if something was wrong, then someone can submit a fraud proof because they're optimistic rollups to the dimension chain and then the the there would be a rollback of the state and the sequencer would get their token slashed what this means for for uh, cosmos and cosmos app zones for example like comdex it's a very interesting proposition uh the first aspect there's two aspects to it the first aspect is that you can scale existing app chains because the, the dimension zone is IBC enabled. So, for example, you can have a Commodex or multiple Commodex rollups with the same IBC token as the Commodex itself. So, you would, a user, for example, would go from Commodex to any individual rollup using the dimension zone as an intermediary for the IBC transfer. So, this brings back token value accrual to the same app chain, the original app chain, because there's more applications that are available and newer design spaces for the application developers, even though they reuse the same token. For future uh, projects that don't have their own app zones and decided not to um, set up a validator set and build their own app zone, then they have the ability to just bootstrap a uh, rollup. That's with, that doesn't need a validator set, but has the very similar attributes to an app chain
2: that exists uh, today. Interesting, interesting. And then, you know, of course, we, we know that uh, rollups will help uh, help the chains, you know, scale massively and then achieve lower latency. But do you think that implementing rollups on top of dimension affects decentralization in any way?
4: Decentralization for rollups uh, come to the, um, the core network. So the core network is the dimension zone and we make sure what the core network needs to be decentralized. They have their own validators, they have their own full nodes, and they maintain the kind of the the central truth or the source of truth for the whole ecosystem. So one of the aspects that I really enjoy thinking about is centralization and decentralization within app zones. And I believe that... This is still in an open design space, but for rollup sequencers, they need to stake the Dime token to participate as a rollup aggregator of transactions. Because they stake Dime token on the dimension zone, it creates an ability for us to decide hey, maybe they don't stake with a particular validator, or maybe they stake with a pool, and that pool is distributed evenly to kind of decentralize or provide a, a, a cleaner and more balanced do- uh, token delegation to the validators. So rollups can actually enable decentralization of the, the core base layer, which is the dimension zone for the the rollups themselves. So they could be operated by one single sequencer, or they could be operating eventually with multiple decentralized sequencers. A single sequencer can be ideal, for example, if I'm a game developer and I just want to run my own game as a, as a roll-up and make it simple like a smart contract. I don't, want, I don't want a whole network of people participating. But what happens is even though there's a single machine, the users inherit the security of the dimension zone. So for example, if there's a fraudulent state transition, then there's a rollback because the dimension zone is still the central source of truth. Uh, Secondly, you can do censorship resistance transactions through the dimension zone. So if a sequencer, for example, doesn't accept a transaction, you can submit it to the L1, which is the dimension zone, and then there would be a forced inclusion. And if not, then the, um, the dime tokens that the sequencer staked would be slashed. So there's a few aspects to decentralization and it's very nuanced. But in, in my opinion and the way that we see it is that uh, rollups on the dimension zone enable and facilitate a greater balance of decentralizations of token delegation for validators. On the rollup level, you have you inherit the security of the dimension zone. Uh, but of course, there's always nuance and debates on like what is centralization uh what is decentralization it's all it's all the spectrum but still i hope that kind of clears it up a little
2: bit for sure and, and i think um since you brought up the, the dime token as well i was going to ask you more about that where uh can you speak a bit about you know the dime token utility itself and then kind of how it accrues value uh over time
4: yeah so the dime token is the native protocol token of the dimension app zone it's an app chain What it has is a few token value accruals. The first one I think is the coolest one is that sequencers stake dime tokens to participate in the network. What happens is that when you have, um, I'll backtrack a little bit, there's an embedded AMM into the app zone, which is Dimension. What this enables is oracles and uh, financial derivative products to be deployed as rollups. So now you have financial derivative products or financial products, DeFi products, games, whatever, that may have MEV. And so each sequencer of a rollup is staking dime tokens to participate in the network. But if you have decentralized sequencers fighting for a position to participate in in each individual rollup, you get a token value accrual of MEV down to the base layer, which is dimension. So... What happens is if there's a lot of MEV or transaction fees that may be accrued by sequencing transactions for a particular rollup, then there's going to be more demand for a dime token. On top of that, we have the AMM, which is which would um, so there's gas fees and dime tokens. Uh, A lot of the liquidity pools, because the dime is the base asset of the dimension app zone, it would be in a lot of pools. Dime also is a transaction fee for facilitating inter up communication and then a bit of the IBCS. So there's a few value accruals that kind of make it very interesting for um, for for speculators, for investors, and for users.
2: Interesting, interesting. And you know, since you mentioned um, how kind of uh, how it benefits DeFi protocols. Uh, and a lot of the po- folks who are, you know, present in the space would be familiar with Comdex and the set of DeFi products that we're building. You know, namely stablecoin, Dex, and lending, Poring. Could you maybe talk about what kind of collaborations you foresee uh, for a chain like Comdex for the products that we're building with with Dimension and how it could benefit uh, users of these products?
4: Yeah, so I I truly believe that it provides a a CeFi experience or a centralized exchange experience for the end user, and this is something that's generally lacking in DeFi. So what happens is Commodex, for example, could deploy a few rollups or one rollup that has very low latency, or they could have a few rollups that may have um, some composability between them because they're run on the same sequencer. But for example, if we have one rollup that Commodex deploys and has very low latency, they may be able to provide a better user experience Then, or maybe even be able to create financial products that aren't available when you have six second latency on a standard tendermint blockchain. Uh, So, some of the interesting aspects of financial products is speed, and one of those things that um, rollups provide is very fast throughputs, particularly in the aspect of latency, but also transactions per second. But in general for users in defi for financial products they want to see their finality times be as short as possible and that user experience the lower you go from uh 6 seconds to 4 seconds to 2 seconds to milliseconds the user experience just becomes exponentially better and i think that's one of the biggest benefits for rollups is um defi products there's uh, there's oft- often considerations between Financial value, Uh, how much financial value do you want on a rollup versus on a base layer? These are considerations that people need to make. But in general, I think one of the best use cases besides games, in my opinion, is uh, our financial products like Commodex coming to deploying a rollup and not even deploying a new token. They could reuse their existing token, which I think is one of the coolest features.
2: For sure. And and I think, uh, you know, in what you said is is another interesting point where a lot of um, existing kind of DeFi products that users are used to using, um, there's still still a value for why users go towards centralized exchange products, let's say like a Binance or or, I mean, I guess Binance is the only kind of sustainable example at this point, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's because they kind of, uh, you know, it's ultimately a matter of user experience and and how kind of users are able to make the most out of, uh, you know, timed opportunities where where timing does form a lot of uh, the upside that users participate for and being able to unlock that on the decentralized side of things would definitely be a big step forward towards gaining mass adoption for these products. So. Uh, surely, very interesting, and, and you know, yeah. very excited for for that to, to take effect, where users start benefiting from it directly.
4: Yeah. So I agree, and uh, I think uh, sorry to cut you off, but CZ at Binance he understands product market fit very well. Um, you know, they took trade offs from what Ethereum provided, and they made it their benefit, and their benefit became one of the biggest exchanges, decentralized and centralized exchanges. In the ecosystem, he's uh, he's a juggernaut now because he understood what the consumer wanted, and this is something I believe uh, Dimension provides for people to also provide to their own customers. So it could be like a business-to-business product that uh, what Dimension provides. Because if you're Commedex, for example, for you guys, you can deploy a product that is now on par in terms of speed or. Frankly, it's faster than Binance chains. So you start competing with the uh, the big boys and it's a. Uh, it really I think it shifts a lot of things and a lot of interesting aspects of what's
2: available in the ecosystem right now. Couldn't agree more. And, and you know, that's that's I think what, what the whole space needs uh going forward because um the more cases we see along the lines of, you know, the Celsiuses and the and the, the FTX FTXs of the world, the more uh, the utility of decentralized solutions uh, increases. So yeah, super excited for what's to come for the space as a whole. Uh, you know, before we jump into questions and, and uh, kind of, you know, let the, the, the community address what they think about this as well, would love to hear a bit about what's the latest at Dimension, if there's any interesting updates or announcements you would like to share, you know, uh, the floor is for you right now.
4: Yeah, so we're launching. We have our own uh, local net, our lo- own local private net, test net, which you can run on your machine. Uh, this was launched in the end of September. We're finalizing some uh, product development right now for our public test network on uh, Q1. And then, uh, as long as everything goes well, we'll do a few upgrades. Uh, we're going to add a few features, make sure everything is stable. And once we're ready to go, Will will most likely we're targeting second half of the year for mainnet. But in terms of uh, the the public testnet, uh, we'll deploy a few rollups. One of them will be IBC enabled, so it'll be an app zone with the same token, and then we'll probably do another one that is not uh that is has its own native token to show the flexibility
2: of uh, Dimension. Awesome. Awesome. And then finally, uh, you know, if anyone wants to stay up to date about everything that's going on, uh, you know, hear the announcements and and know more about what's going on in Dimension, uh, what do you suggest is the best way for people to get involved?
4: Yeah, Twitter, uh, the Dimension XYZ, uh, Telegram, Dimension XYZ, if I'm not mistaken. Check out our docs, docs docs.dimension.xyz. Uh, we're always also posting stuff there, and I think uh, one of the best places is Discord. I'm always there having amazing conversations with the community. The whole team is, and um, we love we love to interact because interacting also teaches us and sees where like what people want. And as a product person, it's a customer first. Like whatever the customers want is what we're trying to build. Uh, I'm I I'm myself a customer of DeFi of NFTs. Of uh gaming, so this is why I really try to understand like hey what what do I want as a as also as a developer but also as a user, and for you guys to come to our community to share your thoughts, to share your opinions, some of it I may disagree with, some of it we may agree with, but either way, dialogue right now is critical, and I think it's um critical for us because we're developing this product right now, but also
2: just dialogue in general is the best thing. Great, awesome! I think uh, for for everyone who heard that, you know, do get involved, uh, do participate in the conversations there as well, uh, to know more about what's what's going on at Dimension and to hear the latest. Uh, with that being said, I think we can now move towards uh, taking some questions from the community. So, if you guys want to have uh, your questions heard, you know, you can uh, request to speak. We'll have you up. Uh, otherwise, you can drop them. As tweets, and then uh, we'll we'll read them out and answer them. So the floor is open for anyone who wants to ask questions, to so either me or to Barry from Dimension. I'll also keep an eye on uh, on the chat if there's anyone dropping questions there. But uh, just to repeat, if anyone has questions, just request to speak. We'll have you added uh, as a speaker, uh, or um, you can drop them as a tweet to reply, and then we'll we'll have a look at those. Okay, so I can see V is come up.
1: Hey v. How's it going? Hi, hi. it's going well. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Comdex weekly spaces. So uh, I think uh, the questions what the Comdex community had most has been answered. What are roll-ups? How is it different uh, from SDK and uh, you know, potential partnerships uh, between Comdex and dimensions? So here's answered. I suppose only one of those questions I still see you could probably give more information on, Barry. Uh, Barry, uh, what are the roles of hub and factory for someone who is trying to learn more about how Dimension works?
4: Uh, you, you asked, uh, what are the uh, good resources online to learn about no, the, uh, uh, roll-ups? About...
1: What what are the ro- uh, roles of hub and factory in uh, dimensions? Uh, no, when we expose, uh, uh, we are reading about Dimension, it says there are two factors two dimensions hub and uh factory and that's how the dimension uh rollups work so how how those are different and uh, what are their roles in the ecosystem yeah
4: gotcha uh the hub is referring to the dimension app zone these are uh, metaphors that maybe they're not great, maybe we need to improve on them. But uh, the the hub is the dimension app zone that I mentioned that provides security for the rollups. The factory is what we describe as the RDK, the rollup development kits, which is a fork from Cosmos SDK, adjusted for um, lack of validators. Uh, the factory is just kind of a metaphor to the deployment of, or the perpetual deployment of new rollups. So I hope that's clear, but may- maybe we need to clear that up on our end.
1: I think that should answer the question. Uh, all right, and uh, uh, will Dimension Token uh, Token, be also listed on other uh, taxes uh, where uh, we can access and uh, you know, use those in DeFi?
4: Yeah, the uh, DIME, dime, sorry, Dimension is IBC enabled, Uh, DIME will be thrown around and around the ecosystem. So sure, anyone can trade it on the Dimension Zone and off the Dimension Zone. All
1: right, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, These were the questions I had uh, for... uh, Thank you. For them, yeah, I have more questions, but those are for context, so I will probably ask it a bit later. Thank you. Thank
2: you. So, in the meantime, I think I've also uh, collected other questions. So, uh, Barry, one question that I'm reading is with interchain security coming up, how will rollups work, and will interchain security affect dimension in any way?
4: Interchain security is a great uh, development. For uh, Cosmos, they, in my opinion, the way the product that they provide, the core product, is for developers to deploy a, a sovereign zone that will eventually become its own app zone. So, for example, you, it doesn't seem like one hub, like one set of validators, can continue validating the um the just more and more chains because you're just increasing block space and requirements for each validator. But what happens is, I think, at least in V1, is that the uh, a zone or a community of developers who want to deploy an app zone but don't necessarily want to bootstrap validators, they would come to the Cosmos Hub, and then as they're gaining market cap and value, then they would deploy to their own sovereign zone. This is uh, different, for example, than Dimension, which provides more focused on easy deployment of app zones. But focused on lower latency and kind of this inclusive uh, ecosystem of rollups. So they, 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 for, from the outside perspective, it may look similar, but for a developer, you know, if I'm looking for sovereignty, if I'm looking for an app zone that I need to boost our validators and then go into my own sovereign zone, I would look into inter interchange security, even though right now there's a governance process to go through. But for the future, as a, if I'm looking to just deploy, uh, to only work on application logic, to focus on low latency, uh, then it's a different product than I would go to Dimension.
2: Thanks, Mary. And one more question I'm seeing, which is uh, quite a typical question that you can expect from the community is, uh, is there any plans for airdrop of the Dimension token? And, and if so, what, what are the plans?
4: Yeah, there are plans for airdrops, uh, there are no immediate plans because we're still early on in terms of development. There's uh, the Q1 testnet, which is non-incentivized. Then we're gonna move into incentivized testnet, aiming for Q2. Uh, by that time, closer to mainnet, we'll have more details about airdrops. But for now, uh, there's nothing in, in detail or in particular that I could share about airdrops, even though, of course, everyone's interested in that and I don't blame them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can, I can imagine. Uh, but yeah, surely I think for those listening, you know, they should just keep an eye on, but um, that community chat, Discord, and Twitter for more details on that. Yeah, definitely. V, I think you could ask uh, the Comdex questions as well while we wait for more.
1: Oh, okay, sure. So, uh, Siddharth, hi. Uh, so I have some very basic questions here. It seems from the community. One was. Uh, when can we expect the article for uh, Harvard tokenomics? And uh, the second one was, when can we expect aut's activation for complex token, not that the upgrade proposal has passed? These are the two main questions, which they wanted to know.
2: Yeah, the, the article for tokenomics, I think we were still, I mean, as just as of yesterday, we were still finalizing a few things. And I think most of the things have been finalized there uh with the proposal and, and kind of making things live there you know that's been kind of the focus of what everyone at the team has been doing uh but um i, I think it i mean it, it's all kind of uh i would just uh, as i've said you know before as well it's a matter of days it's uh, the focus will always be product first so that that's uh, primarily where the push is. but um if i'm not wrong most of the details are fully finalized now for tokenomics and that blog should be uh any any time over the next uh, couple of days, I think over the weekend if if not
1: uh, today or tomorrow great and uh, when can we expect the odds uh, react activation for East Egg, uh now that the upgrade proposal has passed for it?
2: that I don't have the answer to it right now, but I think uh, we'll just confirm that and then have that um, have that answer posted okay. in the community chat.
1: Sure, thank you. thank you. These were the questions I uh, we are not able to really answer, uh, so I wanted to ask you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Vivek. Uh, uh, Sina, before I go, I wanted to just make an announcement for everyone who is here. Uh, so, go ahead. from Monday to Friday, we conduct a quiz at 13:30 hours on Comdex Chat. So, I invite each one of you to come and participate, and uh, we reward mainnet Comdex tokens for winners who are able to score also uh, i'm sure that most of us are aware but uh, some of us are not then this monday will be our first anniversary for uh, mainnet uh, comdex uh, when it launched on 21st so for that uh, the community will be organizing a weekend activity from tomorrow till sunday and more information will be given on the comdex chats on this thank you thanks Lee.
2: Um, awesome. I think we are closing in on time as well. So if there's any final questions, we could probably have time for one or two more. Uh, Barry, I think you're, you're trying to say something, so I'll leave the floor to you as well. No,
4: if any, if no one has any questions, I just want to say uh, it's tough times in crypto right now, but I would say not not to be discouraged in the long term. We're working on some amazing tech. Other people in this field. Are working on amazing tech in the Cosmos ecosystem. It needs a bit of time, like closer to the end of the year, closer to the second half of the year. It's gonna be. I, I really think it's gonna be incredible. It's gonna. It's gonna take time, but the development in technology uh, for users is is just going the 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 right direction, and I don't see any other way for crypto not to bounce. It's going to bounce up and it's going to be amazing in the future. And I just, right now, it feels like it sucks. It feels that like every day there's something new collapsing, but sometimes this has to happen. But periods like this bring in innovation and when the dust, uh, when the dust settles, then amazing technology are, is going to be uh, here for us to experience new, new bull markets and it's gonna be a lot of
2: fun. 100%, I, I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, you know, for the overall health of the ecosystem, it's always necessary for bad actors to get weeded out. And uh, it's kind of part of the natural kind of process that in a way any ecosystem evolves. So uh, of course it, it's uh, in the short run, it might seem a little demotivating to see so many, you know, negative news or negative sentiment that's around everything that's going on. Uh, but Builder's gonna build um and and then surely good times will come uh, because uh, you know the ones who came to this space for the ideology are not leaving anytime soon. Uh, they'll continue building what they what they came here for, and I think that's that's going to drive the space forward ultimately for everyone who's here. So um, it, it might seem discouraging now, but um, I still remain as firm as I have been from day one of being in this space that uh, you know whatever we're building. It's surely going to bring the value to the users or to the end, end users that it was designed to. And um, if, if anything, these activities or these kind of events that happen uh, just strengthen the platform for the true builders and the true uh, users who came to the space for what it has to offer. So uh, in, in the big picture, it's all positive signs. Great. I think it was a great, great session today, great conversation with Barry and, and super excited for hearing more updates from the Dimension team. Um, for for all the folks who who are here, you know you can always participate in in the in the discussion further by getting involved in the community chat. Uh, you know Barry shared uh, information about how you can participate in the Dimensions community. Uh, for Comdex, you can participate in the Telegram chat and on Twitter is is usually where most of the activity is. Uh, we'll be uh, you know we we'll continue building. We'll have a lot of updates to share. Uh, you know Mainnet is right around the corner now for uh, Harbor and C-Swap and then eventually Komodo as well, as Peter shared earlier in the call. So do stay tuned for more on that. Uh, But in the meantime, thanks everyone who joined today. Thanks for your time. Thanks Barry for taking out the time and and chatting with us today. It was a pleasure having you.
4: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Uh, And uh, you know, LFG, boys and
2: girls, LFG. Let's go. (laughs) Awesome. So fantastic. Thanks. Thanks everyone. Uh, Let's keep building. Talk to you soon.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Comdex Weekly Spaces episode 7 with Dimension. Recorded on Thursday, November 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC Enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe, as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie roll Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports it. Big thinking energy, always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, legend rhythm scratch over shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed. Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise chastising the digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move chase a view just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do 2 plus 2 show me what that thing could do 2 plus 2 show me what that thing could do 2 plus 2 show me what that thing could do 2 2